The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Thank you very much, Tony. I got to thank him because he's from my favorite state that I live in, Pennsylvania. Anyway, welcome to Doing Braille Digitally for today. July 8th, 2023. And uh, today um, we are going to be doing part two of iOS and Braille. Uh, And basically last time we did a little brief demo of it, but we didn't get to do much Q&A because of the issues I was having with my lightning connector cable to my Mac. It did not want to connect through so that you guys could hear my iPhone. And I still haven't fixed that because I haven't gotten it dealt with. But we will just today. I do have my trusty focus here to do that um, if any of your questions are ones that we want to demo things with. But before we do all of that, uh, I want I have a couple brief announcements and then I have one question for all of you because I was lax and I'm hoping that all of you can fill in the gap for me here. But first of all, um, if you would like to reach me or you would like to present about your favorite Braille display and talk about it, you can always reach me at digitally at gmail.com. All together, digitally at gmail.com. Okay, so here is my question for all of you. I did see and hear some of the convention. I did attend it virtually, but unfortunately I could not get vacation like I wanted to. So I had to work during a lot of it. So I missed a lot of presentations I otherwise would have liked to have gotten to. And of course I do intend to catch up on them on podcast when I can. But there's always new updates to things when convention time comes. And, you know, Braille is not... um, exempt from that in any way. So I'm curious for any of you who did see the convention um, by either doing it virtually or attending it in person, uh, have you heard what Braille updates have all of you heard about that you want to share with everybody that were presented by the various companies during the convention. I'm pretty sure Vespero didn't have anything new because I would have heard about it, but I'm thinking that possibly Orbit might have, um, you never know, or Humanware or Hims. So please raise your hand in Zoom or um, request to speak in Clubhouse if you uh, are have anything to share as far as updates that are from the Braille manufacturing companies out there. Hey, go ahead, Elizabeth. Uh, hi there. I don't know whether this was mentioned during any of the presentations, but Humanware has a deal where you can call up and if you are going to buy a piece of hardware, you can, quote, trade in, and I'll describe in a minute what that is a old unit of something else for your new unit and get a $300 discount. And what the trade-in means is you give them the number, the serial number of whatever the thing is, and then they discontinue support for it. Now, 
I have got things that have had no support for, um, you know, years and years. And they, so, and they, and one of them doesn't work um, because I can't work out how to get the um, connector so that it'll charge. Okay. But it's, it's probably a perfectly good unit if I could ever fix that. But nevertheless, it has no longer got support from human work because it's an old empower. I gave them the number on that and it qualified for a $300 discount. And I applied the $300 discount to doing, to buying a new Brilliant 40, which should be here in the next week. And I can't tell you how thrilled I am. I'm just so happy. So you can get $300 extra for some piece of basically junk that's in your drawer. Call them up, find, I don't know what other products are eligible for this, but if you have anything made by humanware, that you no longer want them to support or that hasn't been supported in like, you know, 10 or 15 years or whatever, um, call them up and find out if you can get some discount. You can get a $150 discount on buying um, a, um, uh, what do you call, BI-20. And I'm sure there are relevant discounts for other things, old Victor Reader streams, who knows? Try it. It's a good, good deal. So I wonder if I could do that with my Trek. That would be interesting. <laughs> you know what? This was an Empower. I don't even know how old this thing was, but it was an. It was one of the first Empowers. If I could get three hundred dollars for this thing, go for it. Yeah, because I had a, a care plan on it and everything, but I don't even use it now that I have my Stream Three. So if they could get a new Braille display for that, that would be so cool. I might have to look into that. Uh, thank you no, very much, Elizabeth. I, no, no, no. I think I think the trick is you can't use like a something to buy a something in a different category. So I think you have to. Yeah. Use see, that's that's to, what I was you afraid might be of. Able to trade the track in for some other kind of yeah. track thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sorry. What is it you did with the track that you now do with the braille display? Nothing. Nothing. I do. I do now with the Victor Reader stream what I did with the track. Well, you might, so, I don't know whether there's a relationship between the track and the stream, but you know, call them up and get customer service. But I don't on. need another stream. I want another Braille display. So, well, yeah. you know, you can't, I, I get yeah. that, but I'm sure that's why they're not doing it that way. Yeah. Um, you might be able to get something for the track, but I have no idea what it is. By the way, yeah. if anybody, could I make a plea here? If anybody knows anybody who fixes old discontinued models of braille displays i don't i don't want to hear about everything else but just braille displays or note takers i want to try to locate a list of reputable people and start doing some network things so if you could send any names or contacts who would be willing to share their info to brl at earthlink.net i would love it no it's not my that's not my real email that's not my personal email that's my okay. facilitator email. So brl okay. at earthlink.net if you know anybody who fixes old, old heritage uh, Braille equipment. Okay. Thanks. All right. All right. So do we have any other hands, uh, Monica? Yes, we do. Okay. Holly. Okay, Holly. Great. I was hoping that you might have something. Well, I don't know much about this because um, I, I was just – checking out one of the general sessions and I know APH has a thing called the Monarch and it's a multi-lane braille display and it does graphics and it sounded kind of cool although there is the graffiti out um, that's the, the um, humanware no orbit research <laughs> version of that and I've heard I haven't really heard much about it um, 
about it. But uh, I think that's pretty interesting that I think more and more multi-line braille displays and graphics and things like that are the next like frontier of braille displays. And I'm really curious to see what, where that all goes. Um, and I don't know if anyone got to actually put their hands on the monitor because they had some at the convention, but I thought that was interesting that, you know, they're, they're working on that too. Yeah, that is interesting. And I have heard about that. And it does seem like everybody's trying to do multi-line braille displays now. I just, I can't imagine what that's going to be like. It's going to be interesting, but uh, yeah. They did say in the, the presentation that they changed the BRF standard so that like it allows formatting now, which I thought was really interesting because, um, you know, before it was just like a, just straight text, but I think they've, it's called what? Oh, EBRF, Darcy told me. I forgot that they mentioned that. But that's interesting, too, because that will change things, I think, for... Because, you know, with multi-lane braille displays, you're going to want formatting and things like that. So Yeah. Are I they on the really market? The Monarch? No, not yet. They're still in the Okay. So is there a braille display, a multi-line that's on the market at this point? Not to my knowledge. Right. I'm I know Orbit jump in is... here, Elizabeth, as a host. If you have a question. Oh, my yeah. apologies. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, please. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I think the Orbit slate is not out yet. That's the their multi-line braille display that I was familiar with. And now the Monarch. So there's a couple out there anyway that are coming. So that's cool. It is really cool. Thank you so much, Holly, for telling us about that. And anybody else at this point? We have Mary Beth. Mary Beth. Hey. Hi. Actually, I did uh, go to the convention and did have a chance to actually um, chat with the APH people and touch the Monarch and check oh, it out. Wow. It's it's for sure vaporware at the moment, um, but it's. I thought it was interesting because one one of the things I thought was interesting about it was that um, the lines are spaced. You know, like I thought it would be like regular. You know, like like you're reading a book in Braille. Yeah, it's not. It's it's at least double spaced between huh. the, between the lines. And um, I asked him about. Well, do you plan to? Because um, it's really mostly, at least according to my understanding from this this other person, the APH person, um, whose name I absolutely don't know. Sorry, everyone. Um, but that it's really designed for graphics. Because I was asking, well, what about books? You know, so, um, what about that? Can you can you use it for that? And they were like, uh, no. Um, oh, you can't? So bottom line, no. They said not. Okay. Not at this time. Well, right now you can't use it for anything because it's like I said, vaporware. Um, but, um, and it's like $20,000. So this is not geared toward the usual market. Um, especially if it doesn't read books, it's like, hey, yeah. wait a second, you know. And actually, there is a multi-line braille display that's around, and I'm, I'm now struggling to remember the name of it. It's that one that was that was um, uh, hooked up with the the um, Bristol Braille people and the RNIB. It's got it's a nine-line display, and I cannot remember the name of it. Um, Sounds familiar. And that, that okay. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, you know how you're like, oh, I remember this. I've actually seen one, my understanding is that it's, um, it's, it's good for things like braille music, 
you know, stuff like Ooh. that. I actually know someone that has one. Um, that would be cool. And I, yeah, I mean, it's good for so. Well, and actually, the the question that I had for the APH person was, what about math? You know, I said to myself, yeah. if you wanted to do a math problem on this, could you? You know, put, you know, the first one that's in below the next one. You know, like you'd be adding or subtracting or whatever. Uh, and they said no. So as far as I'm concerned, it's this thing has limited um, usefulness. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, so many of these real displays actually never come, never reach the market. I mean, this has been on and on, you know, forever because, you know, the the big one, I think was the biggest, they, they used to, there was something that was supposed to have a big page display and that thing was, Never, never even made it into a prototype, as far as I know. But it was, it was kind of interesting. But I, I was, it was also disappointing, at least yeah. to me, because of its lack of flexibility in the types of uh, things that could be done with it. Yeah. See, and I don't know about everybody else um, here with this, but for me, I mean, that's what I had heard initially about the Monarch—that it had a lot to do with graphics. And I'm like, when do I? I don't have an application. As far as, and like, right. not an application as far as a program, but something in my life where I have the lack of something to read graphics. I mean, I don't, I don't use graphics and I don't, you know, even if I did, I mean, I would have trouble knowing what they were of just by feeling them. I mean, people have sent me birthday cards or Christmas cards and they were Braille and they had Braille graphics on them and pictures. And they'd be like, do you know what this is of? And I'm like, no, and I don't know if I'm especially dense or if there are other blind people out there that, you know, just feeling a picture of something in Braille because you've never actually felt that thing or had a lot of exposure to it. It's like, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, we just from this literary picture. So, yeah. So anyway, I wonder if, if, if I'm the only one there. But yeah, that, that it would be disappointing. So anyway, go ahead, Monica. Who's next? Okay, we have Tyann followed by Dorlin. Okay, and look at keep a lookout for Herbie because I imagine he'll probably raise his hand if there's anybody in Clubhouse. So, uh, go ahead, Tyann. Uh, um, so I don't remember the name of the company, but it's out of Germany, and they had this awesome Braille display that um, it was like kind of like auto advance, but not because it waited till your fingers got to the end of the line and there was a sensor at the end hmm. and would just advance while you're moving i was like that's way cool yeah and then their newer braille display had a cordy uh, had a braille keyboard on top and then you uh lifted up these two tabs and unfolded it to have a cordy keyboard Wow. It's like, uh, that's pretty cool. So I wonder so. if that's the people that made the Actolino, because I thought that I remembered the Actolino was the one that had that sensor, but it was way expensive. Um, Probably, but, yeah. Yeah. But thank you for letting us know. I didn't know they had a new product out. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question in Okay, go ahead, Harvey. Who, who do we have? Jessica. Okay, Jessica. Hi. Um, so I, I wasn't there uh, in person, but um, 
yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen the um, the uh, Braille activator that, <clears throat> um, excuse me, the last person was talking about. Just, I'm not in the market for anything at, at this time, but yeah, I, I would have loved to to check it out. But um, I did hear on the Hymns um, exhibitor um, loop on the, the ACB media um, that they're updating. So for anyone who has a Braille Sense Six, they're updating. Um, they're updating the software to Android 12, and it's they're going to add some more um, native apps and they're supposed to it's supposed to have a better browser more modern browsing web browsing experience neat i've never gotten to play with one of those that sounds really neat though thank you so much jessica you're welcome Uh, and i do have a brilliant by the way you were talking about the brilliant um i have a brilliant bi20x and i so do i like it i had some issues i love it yeah minor i love it i love it oh (laughs) me too so who do we have next, Monica? We have Dor. We have sorry. Dorlin. You said right, Dorlin, and then Holly. Okay, go ahead, Dorlin. Okay. okay. Oh gosh, I am out of practice. I didn't get that "got it" button when I got here. <laughs> oh my! All right, sorry guys. Um, hi. I was just wanted to fill in that um, the multi-line display that's already on the market. That's um, a partnership between. Um, Bristol Braille Technologies and someone else. That's the Canute is the name of that one. That's all I have. I just want to fill in the gap. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds like it's cool to do um, music on. It sounds like that's kind of one of its cool um, things. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. And I would, you know, I would... I'd like to learn my Braille music more, so that would be really cool. So thank you for letting us know, Dorlin. Sorry, my Mm. phone was giving me issues here in a second Mm -hmm. ago. But anyway, say thank you very much. And okay, so who's next, uh, Monica? You said Holly? Holly followed by Jeanette. Okay, Holly, go ahead. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to talk about the canoe, too, because it's it's not, I mean, it's a Braille display in the sense that it displays Braille. It's easy for me to say. Um, (laughs) But it's it works differently because you can't hook it to like a computer or anything. You have to load the stuff on like an SD card and load it that way. So it's more like a, like a Braille reader, I guess, um, in that sense of the word. And um, you were talking about Braille and graphics. I think it's a very specialized because I think there are blind people that would use something like that. Like I think there definitely are people who, you know, would, would want maps or want you know different things i think students yeah those of us who are totally blind and you know not students might not have as much of a need for something like that but i do think also that their focus is students because they in the presentation they mentioned work you know working with students and i keep saying students um (laughs) but uh so I think it's definitely not something that I would be interested in. And I'm not surprised about the price tag. That was kind of where I was, my head was at. I think yeah. the graffiti is something like five or 10,000. And I think it's just wow. because it's a different specialized technology. Like it's not exactly a braille display and it's not, it's so it's a different technology, if that makes sense. Um, the orbit slate 
is the one that I'm interested in. That's the one that does books. And I don't know if there's any other multi-line ones that are in development, just multi-line braille displays for reading, that kind of thing. But I'm really curious about that. But yeah, yeah. I agree. Like it wouldn't be something that I would be interested in at all, but I do know that there's a there's definitely an application for something like that, but it's more specialized, I think. Yeah. Which is why those price tags are going to be a lot more because it's it's different technology and it's also, you know, specialized, really specialized, more so than even Braille, which is specialized. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure that there is somebody out there that's going to want that. I just didn't know if it would be the majority of people. But yeah, you're right there, Holly. I would agree with you there. Uh, there are people out there that would. Uh, students probably, like you said, maps. Don't ask me to read a map. I have so much trouble with maps. But anyway. <laughs> Um, anyway, do we have any more hands? Uh, um, uh, oh, my goodness, Monica. Yes, we have Jeanette followed by Elizabeth. Okay, Jeanette. So three quick things. Number one, if you want Braille music on a Braille display, I highly recommend that you make sure you have a 40-character 40, 40 Braille display uh, because you can sort of do it with 20, but you can't always guarantee that the BARD <clears throat> files on BARD will translate. And if someone sends you a music file, they may or may not get the lines correctly so that you get like mm. line one and a half of the second half of line one i've kind of been experimenting with this and i think it's a little iffy it depends on how people do their stuff number two the graphics display that was talked about whose name has totally left my head um is only the monarch is only in beta yes and number three the hymns update will be happening but it is i know because i know someone who is in the beta problem program cannot speak today is still in beta so i'm sure that anyone on the hymns list will get an email when it's out of beta but knowing what i know i'd say it's coming soon okay well that's great thank you jeanette for letting us know about that and I know the people that have a braille sense I know a lot of people who do will be looking forward to that when it comes and be the uh, looking for it so thank you very much and uh, Elizabeth really quick because I want to get to our main stuff and uh, oh you know, sorry many of you may already know this but these beta vaporware braille multi-line displays have kind of made appearances for the past 15 years and one of the things that they want to allow people to do is if you're on the internet and you have one of those graphs that show up on sites like Finance Yahoo and things to be able to show that graph. Or if you're in a spreadsheet so that you can actually feel the spreadsheet the way a spreadsheet was meant to be felt, both of which are wonderful goals, but they haven't really gotten to any of them yet because this is all vaporware, beginningware. And it's been kind of going on for at least 15 or 20 years. So I wish them success. But I just, you know, for people who haven't been to lots of conventions, this is um, this is an old subject that needs continually needs work because it's such new tech. If that makes any sense. And we yeah. do have one more question for you. Okay, that's fine. Who's that? <laughs> it's Lynn Schneider. Okay, yeah, great, Lynn. Go ahead. Hi, I just want to say that um, I'm just sort of wondering. Um, what the difference would be if you were a student, like if you were a blind kid 
growing up with graphics. I, 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 I sort of agree with what Nikki was saying about like, when I feel something, I don't know if it's a tree or a whatever, but like, um, if you were a blind kid and you were exposed to graphics from an early age, maybe you would know that this was a whatever. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but it's also, um, I, I just can't get excited about these things when I know for a fact that I could never afford them. Like, it seems like some blind people always get this stuff and I don't know how they do it. Like, I bought myself a Mantis and I love it. So I have no regrets, but I'll be paying for that thing for, I don't know how long. <laughs> I mean, I bought it myself. I didn't have a, you know, a state program to help me. And I think about 95% of us don't have a state program to help us. So I love all this new stuff, but if it's too expensive for most people to, to have, um, I, I, I just I find it hard to get excited about really. Um, maybe I'm just negative, but that's just how I feel about that. So, well, I, I agree with you. I mean, if I can't yeah. afford it, it's, it's hard for me to get excited about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like the Lamborghini or whatever. <laughs> I'm not get, I don't get excited about them because I can't afford it. Yeah. And never yeah. will be able to. So that, that's the thing. I mean, I would have loved to have one of those Actolinos because of the the sensor thing, and I've heard about them for years. But mm -hmm. it's like, well, you know what? I can't. I'm never going to have one. They're, they're right. like thousands of dollars for all these bells and whistles. I'm never going to have it. So um, I might as well just not even care. <laughs> and I know they're trying to get the government to pay for some of this stuff. That you know they're. I forget there's a bill out there right now. The problem with that is aren't the manufacturers then just going to raise the prices because, yeah. you know, they're, they're figuring that the government's going to pay for it. Well, guess what? I have a feeling I'm not going to qualify for any kind of government anything. So yeah. um, anyway, I, I hate to throw, you know, Cold water something on the party punch but yeah that's <laughs> just how yeah. it is so it is but i love right. this call so much thank you so oh, much you. nikki this is awesome thank you all right okay. all right thank you lynn i'm so glad when you're here so yeah uh, yeah so do we have any other hands looks like you're done talking mm. uh -oh. um, i know you know how to mute um, you, I there you are didn't actually raise my hand a second time i don't know okay <laughs> what clubhouse is playing tricks on me yeah. Sorry about oh, well. that. That can happen. That's not your fault. I've seen it before. <laughs> Thanks for seeing it, though, in case it was <laughs> done on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so guys, thank you for all of the um, feedback about the updates. And um, some of it is very, very interesting. Um, I actually just updated my quick care plan for my Brilliant from Humanware. Uh, yesterday, I got a message. And I'm like, I am not letting that thing uh, not be able to be repaired if I need it. So I did it. And uh, it was worth every penny, in my opinion. So there you go. Anyway, uh, so we did talk about, when we were here about, oh my goodness, was it three weeks ago before the convention or a month ago? I don't, I'm not sure. But in any case, we did talk about um, Braille on iOS, and I did do a brief demonstration. I showed you how to pair the Braille display, um, and it's different 
if you're using like a brilliant because you have to you can go into bluetooth and it's right there because of that hid compliant thing that they have which not everybody has but otherwise you have to go to accessibility and voiceover and do it and i showed you where you can change your braille settings and add keystrokes if you want to or change them and i think i showed you briefly about mail and looking through your email and and trying to write a message and i tried to um simulate something that i see a lot in braille where you try and write a long message in a text or an email and it gets sluggish after a while but my message never got sluggish so <laughs> it kind of failed there but it does happen um just to refresh anybody who does not remember what we covered or was not here. So are there any questions that any of you have either regarding what we did talk about or anything else regarding using Braille with iOS that you would like to know more about? And if I can, I will answer them. If not, I will see if somebody else um, in the audience, as it were, has an answer. So when we get hands, let me know on... Uh, Jeanette has a question. Oh, good. Jeanette, go ahead. So, and you may not know this, but I know for a while there were issues with third-party third party apps. Like, once our Braille displays were connected, there were issues with, like, if you went into, like, Kindle on the iPhone to try to read and you'd get so far, and then you'd try to go to the next page and read more, and it would do all sorts of weird things. Have you seen any information about whether that kind of problem has been resolved either with some displays or no displays? Or Let's see how it is now. Um, there have been problems on and off with Kindle. And I have seen them come and go. I have my turn pages when panning turned on. And uh, still it uh, it messes up and I have to do turn pages. I've heard of a recent bug. I don't know if, if it was fixed. So let me go. For some reason, this, my braille display, it doesn't automatically connect. So... I have to go in here and see it says the right rail display and it says selected but it doesn't actually is not connected there we go okay so we have it connected and we're going to go into Kindle I'm going to find a book that I can read a page of that would be you know not too damning let's see Let's see what we can find. And no, I have my phone away from me because I'm. you don't need to hear this. Uh, let's see what we got. Let me go to my library. Fortunately, I have a lot in my library. Here we go. Let's see. I'm looking for something that's not I'm going to do. So this is a book 
that most of us have read because it's by one of our own. Um, somebody who's blind and it's about blindness. No, let's go to the beginning. And I'm going to read this aloud. It's, I think I can, oh, wait a minute. I want to go to. We're going to go to the, to Haven by Sherry Gomez. She's a friend of mine. I think I can get away with this. And we're going to read the very beginning, first page. And I'm going to read it aloud so that you guys see, because I'm not going to just sit here and have you listen to my Braille display. So let's... What in the world? Where's my... Okay, exit. Okay, there we go. All right. Now, I'm going to uh, turn off my speech because it's a pain trying to read over it. So we're going to read from the prologue and we're going to see what happens. Um, I'll know basically, I, I will know when it, go, it should go to the next page. I want to see if it's fixed because I do know this was an issue. Um, I remember a few weeks ago, a friend of mine complaining about this. So here we go. Good morning, Elizabeth. Are you ready? The courtroom is down this hall. Hearing her lawyer's voice, Elizabeth rose from her seat. Grasping her guide dog's leash in her left hand, she turned to face the lawyer. Hi, Anne. We're ready. Can my dad and sister come to the courtroom with us? Of course. They can't sit with us, but they can sit right behind you. Annie laid a hand on Elizabeth's shoulder. It's almost over, Elizabeth. A few more moments of the, with the judge and you'll have your own life back. Where is your daughter? She's with my mom in a room with... Um, uh, wait, she's in my room in a room the child advocate took them to. And what about Rosie? Anyway, do you think the judge will award custody to me or will he give it to Nico? I don't know. I'd like to tell you it will all go well, but I won't give you false hope. So I'm going to. Yeah, it just turned. So basically, um, Jeanette, I do think it is fixed. Um Basically, what happened when the page turned, usually with Kindle, it will go right on. You won't even know the page turned. But I could tell the page turned because there was like this little pause when I pressed my right panning button. Just a little tiny pause, uh, maybe two seconds before it actually moved to the new page and uh, displayed the Braille. So yeah, I do believe that it's basically fixed um, now because I've seen that issue before. I didn't see it this last time, but I've seen it before in the past, so I know what, what my friend meant when she said what it was doing. So yeah, it's a pain when it happens, but it, it seems like they might have fixed it. Yes, oh. and now I'm going to try it with my Braille display. Wait a minute, no, I am wrong. Oh, <laughs> no. This is bad. They did not. I thought they it, the page changed, but it didn't, and it stuck. It got stuck. Okay, oh. so that's what I've seen, which is really interesting. And I will contact Apple again. We we need to, or is it Amazon that we need to contact, or Apple? 
I'm going to contact both. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Do you happen to know, like I know Apple's accessibility address is accessibility at apple.com. Do you know if Amazon's is the same, like uh, accessibility at amazon.com or what? how you contact I, them? I from? do not know, but I know that my husband knows and I will, um, I will get back to you about that. Good, good. Because, yeah, we'll, we'll listen to this. I'm hitting my panning buttons. It's, oh, that is ugly. Oof. I don't like that at all. <laughs> oh, man, I do not like that. I used to read Kindle books all the time, and I haven't lately because I'm spoiled with my Brilliant and Bookshare. Uh, that That's bad. I, I was, you know, I was just thinking, I'm going to have to read another Kindle book again. Uh, I miss it. Well, I guess not. And see, and here's the thing. I'm hitting everything. Oh, wait, wait. It's like I got to hit it. <clears throat> the page, next page and previous page a couple times to get, um, to get back, to get moved on. It's weird. Does anybody else, has anybody else, um, out of curiosity, tried to use this lately? And do they have any better tips than this? Because this is messed up. Okay, so there is a fix. Um, and Apple does know about it. And it is an Apple problem because it works with it, It's a problem with other things as well. So what you have to do is you have to turn off um the thing, and I forget the exact wording, but it's where it turn, pa pa turn pages automatically. I cannot speak today. Turn pages automatically while panning. If you yeah, turn, turn that pages off, when panning, yeah. If you turn that off um, and page ch change pages manually, it will fix and you can read just fine. It's just mm. for whatever reason, there's a bug where if you have that turned on, it will panning stops working and you can't pan at all. And it does it with other things so it's not just the kindle thing so yeah that's really? how you so fix like it. apple books too and stuff yeah yeah so that's uh, how you fix it is you turn that off which i, I think a feature though <laughs> i know i think there's a fix in the works but um that like for now if you want to use it that's how you do it okay well thank you and hey it's something it's some way to read your book so okay so there yeah. you go Jeanette. so, so let me show you um where this is and let's turn it off for now okay Double tap to open. Books full. Closing books full. Reading. All. and yes I have everything in folders Dog. Settings. One new item. so I'm going to settings okay accessibility I'm gonna slow down here voiceover Voiceover speaks item. Voiceover. Um, and it didn't tell me for some reason. Edit. Screen recognition. Describe image. Braille auto event language. Audio ducking. Sounds. Containers. Vertical navigation. Settings. Hints. Volume. One speaking rate. Sixty percent. Fifty-five percent. There. I made it a little slower for you guys. So now. Learn more. Tip. Speaking. Speak. Speed. Braille. Voice. Braille. Focus. Fourteen BDBs. Output. Contract. Input. Contract. Braille screen input. Braille table. Status cells. Equations used not show on screen keyboard. Oh, turn pages when panning. On. Right there. Turn the pages. Panning to the end of content will automatically turn the page. 
Double tap to toggle setting. Okay, sorry, I talked over that. Let me let you hear it again. While reading content, panning to the end of content will automatically turn the page. Double tap to toggle setting. And for right now, we are going to have to turn our own pages. Off. Okay. Bye-bye feature that I love. So there you go. That is how you turn it off. You go back right into accessibility, voiceover, and then Braille. And it's right on that main page. You don't have to go into anything else. And it's right there. Turn pages when panning. And then you can use the regular commands. The um, If you have a focus, you could use like your, your um, one of your rocker buttons to... I think it is to turn the page. I have to remember which one it is. Uh, let me see. Scroll right. That's scroll right. I think it's one uh, O chord to go to the next page. I think scrolling right, but see that's scroll right. I don't know. It should be scrolling down. Uh, let me see something here. See, scroll down. That's what you want to do. And I don't remember now what that is yeah those are scroll right and left I don't think that's what we want so we're gonna need to figure out how to do this scroll up and down if you don't have a focus you can use your left rocker to do it if you have a focus but if anybody remembers the regular command I've been spoiled when I use braille with iOS I use my focus so there you go okay so that that's how you do that and uh, at least you can read your Kindle books until they get the fix uh, released so there you go any more hands monica get out of help and you didn't get oh that doesn't i have to do tyann has a question now i know how to get out of help i knew i knew how to do it i just did the wrong thing okay i always want to say diane it's just a natural thing but i know you're tyann so i'm really sorry about that but go ahead tyann so to go down a page, it is TH chord. TH chord. I never would have thought of that. How did I come up with this stuff? Okay, TH chord. So basically, uh, Jeanette, when you're in your book um, and you're reading and you come to the end, just do that TH chord and then you can go to the next page. Um, and then you'll, you know, you'll be able to read. Or you might do the scroll right. I don't remember with Kindle which one it would be, honestly. I think with Kindle, it's right. It is right? Okay. Yeah. It is. It might be. Because now that I think about it, I thought that when I used VoiceOver by itself uh, without Braille and I tried to read a Kindle book, I think I did scroll to the right uh, with, I mean, three finger, you know, uh, right, go right, whatever you call it, swipe right. So that's that makes sense. So actually... I was right. So the, the uh, O chord is the scroll right command, and that is what you're going to use to go to your next page in Kindle is the O chord. Uh, and that would actually be the right uh, rocker button in um, on the focus. So my, my, um, I, what I do is um, the trial and error method. I try the left rocker if that doesn't <laughs> I try the right one. Oh, I'm so bad. Anyway, thank you so much. Um, Tyann for that and why is this not okay for some reason my Z cord wasn't working I don't know why but anyway that's why we have a uh, a left selector button
So anyway, there we go. We're out of help now. So anyway, any more hands at this time? No. No? Oh my, okay. All right, well, thank you for that question, Danette, because, uh, yeah, I, it, it's a big uh, issue, and apparently our Apple is aware of it. Um, not to put you on the spot, Holly, but I will ask. I know that either you or Darcy, or maybe both of you, are, are have done betas of things. Have you tried the beta for, like, iOS 17 yet, or any of the upcoming... Fixes to iOS 16? Um, I haven't um, with, I don't, I don't like to do betas of iOS generally because um, I don't have any extra devices and I don't Yeah, that's want why to. I don't do it. Yeah, and it yeah. scares me. So um, I tend to avoid those, but I, and I really haven't heard much about the betas, but I think I heard something about somebody saying that, that that one issue was fixed. But yeah, I haven't really, I haven't delved into the betas yet for anything. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I just thought if anybody did, it would be you. Because, um, like, I figured Darcy was all over that stuff. So, you know. Anyway, let's see. What time is it? We have about, yeah, about 13, 13 minutes. minutes. Um, so what can we do here? Lynn has her hand up. Oh, go ahead, Lynn. Um, hi, I was wondering, um, believe it or not, I won an Orbit Raider at, um, as a door prize. <laughs> so I've never used one before. And I, I guess it's like a, I, I would imagine it was like a 20 line display. Um, so I have to learn like all the cords if I want to use that with iOS. Can you pair two different Braille displays with your iOS. You can, but you can't use them both at the same time. No, I, I wouldn't want to use them both at the same time. I just oh, was yeah. wondering. If... Yeah, you can definitely uh -huh. do that. I mean, that's why I think I have to go into settings and choose my Braille display to connect it. Because right. in the past, I've had my Brilliant connected to it. And, you know, it doesn't know what one I want to use and it doesn't connect It'll connect to the Brilliant automatically if I turn mm -hmm. that on okay. because of the hid thing. Right. Uh, so it would do the same thing for the Mantis. But you probably have to go in. You can pair it. So you don't actually have to pair it. But you can go in look for it on the list under vo um, accessibility, voiceover, and Braille. And it'll be before you go to that search button where it's searching for devices. And it'll be the list of your devices. And you can just double tap on it. It'll connect it. So, yeah, you can definitely uh, have more than one Braille display connected at this, or, I mean, yeah, connected, paired. Paired, same, yeah. Not connected, but paired. Right, right, So, yes, right. that, that okay. is definitely doable. I've so, I'm, I'm just, that. I've never used a, a, a um, like a six dot or eight dot whatever Braille um, input, like, I'm typically, I, I'm, a, I'm a QWERTY girl <laughs> by design. <laughs> So this is going to be, I can't wait to get it and just play with it. I know that um, they're not the best braille displays, but, um, and they're really loud, <laughs> apparently. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun to um, just play with it and try it out and see what it's like. Um, so I'm excited. I can't wait till it gets here. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. I uh, can't wait, Lynn, till, um, and I think you are in the same boat that I'm in, being in Delaware and I'm in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We don't have any e-readers yet. Oh my gosh. The, I am so, well, see, here's, and this is a, this is kind of a moral dilemma for me because I do have the mantis. So I know. do you, do you, how do you, I mean, I, what I, what I might do is just call them and say, look, I don't put me first on the list, you know, because I already have a braille display. Um, but I, I, I want to see it. I'm just dying yeah. to get my hands on one. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it'll. I I don't know. So and they're talking. I asked the librarian. They told me like the end of the year at the soonest. That's what they told us last year. <laughs> Gosh, that's horrible. Uh, what is the deal with that? I don't know. I I don't know. But it's driving me Jeez. absolutely nuts. I don't I like know. it. Other people <laughs> got. You know, I'm like in chats where everybody yeah. has one except me. I'm like, and you? Oh, I don't know. Is it just me or what? But I guess I it's, know. I so, know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> we're the last two on the list. Yeah, we're the last two on the on the country to get these things. So there you go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you can definitely do that. And uh, I, you know, unfortunately, what I end up doing a lot of times, and it's it's sad. A statement on me because I don't know UEB that much. If I want to do something in Braille input with like an at sign, <laughs> I turn, know yeah, I'm the I'll same t- way. And I'll I'm turn an old it lady, computer. and I'm not sure that I. Oh yeah, yeah you could turn on your mantis right and type in. Well, an you could at do that. Sign. But what I do is because I don't have one, is I turn it into computer Braille. Oh, and, and do it that way. That's what I do. If I had a mantis, that's what I would do, but yeah. Okay, so I think Monica is trying to tell us that we have somebody else to talk. We do. We have Holly and Jeanette. Okay, Holly, go ahead. Hi. um, I was actually curious. I wanted to ask Lynn where she won the door prize and also to tell her that I love my orbit and um, I think they have a bad reputation. Um, Some of it may be warranted a little bit, but I think you know, it's new technology, and I think we have to make allowances for that. Um, but yeah, I like my orbit, and um, I was curious about the door prize thing <laughs> if it was through the convention or or what, if she doesn't mind. Oh, it was, it was a- ACB Next Gen. Ah, okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> their, their session that they had? They gave yeah, they had, prizes. like, if you made a donation, um, to them that you got in um, in with a four-door prize. I'm still trying to figure oh. out if I won the one from the um, Braille Forum, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice, oh, big, wow. juicy one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, those were announced at the banquet, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, that's well, awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you very much. And, and go ahead, Jeanette. <clears throat> so a couple of things. Number one, do not say, oh, give it to Charlene before you give it to me. Um, just don't do it. Look, I have more than one Braille device and I took mine when it was my turn because two things. Number one, if you don't know UEB real well, and there are parts of it that I don't know, I will 
be the first one to tell you that. It's a great way to have a book open and sit there and practice reading both in UEB and in regular Braille. Because on BARD, books are going to be in EBA and UEB. They're not going to redo the one <laughs> EBA. Yeah. So you'll you'll get there. And the more you see it, the more you'll be able to read it. But here's the other reason I wouldn't do it. There are times when I want a device because I want to take notes. And there are times when I want to read. And if I want to read, I'm going to use my e-reader. And then my device to take notes, particularly if I'm traveling, is free to do what I need to do. And if I'm in a hotel room, I can leave the book up and running. Later on, I can read it. Hmm. Um, and I know they did say by the end of the year, they're hoping all the states will have them. Uh, there have been a number of reasons. You know, they need to make sure there are enough people who can help people get them on and running and up and running and deal with the glitches. And um, I know that situation has improved markedly, but in the states that don't have it yet, they need to make sure they have people in place who can assist you with glitches once you get yours. Huh. And we have Mary Beth with a question. Okay, go ahead, Mary Beth. Actually, Mary Beth, with just a couple of comments. Um, I, since I was at the convention, I did. I, New York doesn't have e-readers uh, either, um, so we're we're with the rest of you that don't have them. And um, I, I I did have a chance to have a, a conversation with an NLS person, and you know, saying you know why did it take so long, you know, um, and they were talking about you know some of the things you know that we've already mentioned, but also that um, at least at least during the pandemic, it, it became like a huge supply chain issue. And, you know, that, that they, it wasn't like they were just stock, you know, like stockpiling them and every once in a while they'd, they'd send out 10 or 20 and all the rest were left sitting in the warehouse, you know, that they, they real they really are trying to get them out as soon as, soon as they can. And um, so hopefully, hopefully things will start, will start moving. Um, uh one of the other things, just two quick things, you know, before you get your Orbit reader that right on the website is, you know, the manual. So you may want to just download it, start reading it just for the heck of it. Um, and, and also, um, one of the things that I did was to get the, that there's a thing in Barca, the U, ABCs of UEB. And, um, I downloaded it, but I also got it on that Braille and Demand program. Because it's it's to me it's so much hmm. easier to have the paper braille copy available to me when I'm trying to look up a UEB. It's just so much easier than to you know switch go in my display and I just I just really like flipping through the paper braille copy a lot better. So that's that's just a couple things that I wanted to say. Thanks. And just so okay. you know, Nikki, you have three minutes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, thank you for that, um, Mary Beth. And actually, I didn't know that was available through the um, you know, uh, Braille on Demand. So that's a good thing to know because that might be helpful. Um, so thank you, everybody. We do not have any time for any more hands because I want to hand things over to Dorlin in order to tell us what's coming up in the world of Braille. 
All right, cool. Thank you, Nikki. This was a fun discussion. Um, so let's see, tonight, well, actually this afternoon, we've got a, another Braille coming up at 3 p.m. Eastern. We are doing the dots of July. We're going to get into as many Braille calendars as we can and decode those dots. Uh, then at 6 p.m. Eastern, we've got weekend Braille together, and it's game night. We are focusing on animated uh, movies and cartoons uh, as the subject of the game, so it's going to be fun. Come on by. Then tomorrow, Sunday, we've got the Braille breakout rooms at 6 p.m. Eastern. Then on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we have Deciphering Dots where we are working our way through the book, Let's Have a Sleepover. Um, then Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, again, we've got the Braille rooms for more Braille breakout room fun. You can come work on anything Braille related. Then nothing on the schedule for Wednesday, but Thursday at noon Eastern, there is I Love Braille, the second Thursday of the month. So it'll be the I have a question session. You can pop up and ask any Braille related question and the group will try to answer it. Then at 9 p.m. Eastern, there is grade three Braille. And of course, if you're not caught up with them, you want to check out their YouTube channel, grade three Braille. It's a number three. Nothing on my schedule for Friday. And then next Saturday, July 15th at 6 p.m. Eastern, for weekend braille together we are going to be doing a goals session uh we are halfway through the year somehow and so we thought we'll talk about uh our braille goals for learning and whatever it is for the rest of uh 2023 and that's it for our braille update back to you nikki Thank you very much, and uh, I will be hosting for you tonight, by the way, Dorlin, so. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, it's going to be a good time. With me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do in two weeks yet. I am still trying to figure that out. If you have an idea, though, definitely email me at um, doingbrailledigitally at gmail.com. Thank you all for attending, and it is now one minute till two, so I'm going to just tell you, um, Monica, you can end the room, and have a great weekend, everyone.